0: Welcome to Beyond the Field, your property finance and general discussion podcast series powered by Money Empire. We're a team of financial advisors here to help you tick off your property and finance
1: goals. When we say beyond the field, we mean this to be beyond whatever field you're used to.
2: So kick back, relax, and enjoy the podcast.
1: I have Goran Lonka and Lisa Barton here from Money Empire Expert Advisors here. Sound like a computer? I'm going to roll with it though. (laughs) Refinancing 101 is the topic today. And this word is thrown out so much. We hear it all the time. We see adverts for it. We get clients approaching you guys. What is
0: refinancing? So oh, refinancing. Uh, oh, yes. Go on, listen. Go on. Go on, go on. <laughs> Who's Who's gonna be?
2: Um, refinancing. So I get I I've got a lot of um, I would say first home buyers, right? That's kind of like my niche, and I get a lot of clients emailing me and I, or ringing me and asking me, "Hey, I want to refinance," but they actually mean restructure. So refinancing is when you're going to change your lending provider. Um, you're going to switch bank um, if if you if you need to, or you might change banks in regards to you know getting better cash back, getting better rates, depending on what's happening in the market. Short and sweet.
1: Okay, so it doesn't mean Lisa. If I have a fixed interest rate coming up, and I want to refix it, it does not mean to do that and lock it in. I'm not refinancing my rate. I'm relocking my rate in. Refinancing is changing the provider. Correct. Goran, what are the benefits of 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 refinancing? Why would you refinance client from A to B when they both lend money?
0: I'll tell you the top three reasons why. Number one, I get a lot of clients who come to me and say, "Look, I'm not happy with my current bank either due to bad communication or disgruntlement, or they've dropped the ball." Um, So there's usually an element of if someone says to me, I need a refinance, why? That will be the reason why. It could be because um, they have investment properties and their interest-only exp- uh, period is expiring and they can't renew it at the um, existing bank. Um, better rates, potentially, if we can um, get some better rates from from a new bank. And I think a lot of people out there are driven around the cashback um, because, again, at the end of the day, lo- uh, bank loyalty and, and um, in terms of... Um, Uh, banks losing business, which they know that they do all the time. They don't really care about you because you're Mm -hmm. just a name and number um, if they're getting business in through the front door every day. Now, wouldn't the biggest refinancing be credit policies? Yeah, lending guidelines and credit policies, absolutely. So it depends on what people want to do, if they've got certain goals and objectives that um, they want to um, accomplish that their current bank is not offering them due to, obviously the person that they're dealing with his hands, his or her hands being tied in terms of, you know, um, buying a new property or um, interest only or revolving credit facilities um, that someone else can offer like a bank B or C or D. You're
1: saying if I'm at bank A and I want to go execute and do something, you know, extra further, buy an investment property, whatever. And they're not favourable from a debt servicing point of view because they might not take in as much bonus, structural commissions, or rental income, or expense, or whatever it is. But Bank B does that, and you can execute their plan of what you what you want to do around the lending side. You'd take them to Bank B, obviously, for those reasons.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. like we covered on in the last podcast, you've got a couple of banks out there who have uh, um, imposed that debt to income ratio tool, which is just hamstringing people out there who want to sort of do something more or do something different or, or, or move forward or achieve something else, um, you know, and they ring up the bank and they say, well, shit, we can't help you. Um, there's plenty of options out there for you.
1: <laughs> hey, um, throwing it to you, Lisa, from a first home buy point of view, obviously it's really daunting when you get your first property because going through the process getting a mortgage and then all of a sudden having, you know, 800K in your bank account and um, negative showing you got a mortgage, when it comes up second time round, third time round, or whatever it may be, or the, the circumstances change, for them, if you refinance them, is there an opportunity where it may save them money in some instances to change a bank?
2: Yeah, it totally can, because within that time frame that they've been in that, you know, fixed term with that current bank, they're financial position could change. They could be, um, they could have started a family. They could have changed career. Um, so that may not meet their current bank's um, credit policy because each bank obviously has a slightly different credit policy. So that could be a, a reason for changing, which we may change them from back to B to A or whatever um, because everyone's financial position changes and we can see of late how quickly things can change.
1: And is it right to say that um, one bank you may be able to um, reduce your mortgage or pay it off faster with less penalties, therefore saving and in interest costs than the bank, the other banks? So there's discrepancies in, I suppose, products or loan setups.
2: Yeah, there is. There's so yes, you know. For... Yeah. Oh, you go, George.
0: I was just going to say yes. I mean, again, criteria of the banks. That may suit a client at at a different bank that will be better for them, you know, to refinance over. Um, absolutely, but I'm just going to share one thing that where, where people really get stuck on with refinancing is, say, for example, they've locked in a two-year rate or three-year rate, um, say six months ago, and now they've thought, "Oh well, shit, we're going to have to go, um, uh, we're going to go buy property, right?" But their current bank is not allowing them to do so due to their rules. Now they come see us, we say, "Cool, we'll just take you from." here to here and these are the benefits why and they always say well shit hang on i'm gonna to have to break my fixed rate what's the break cost gonna be you know um and it's just about explaining to the clients the benefits of the refinance process and if we're able to do that um how much cost is actually outweighed by doing so in terms of because the new bank will offer you a cash contribution and yes you will have to pay solicitor's fees but that opportunity cost is very minimal um, in order for the person to be able to, you know, buy a new house, for example,
1: the way I look at that, Goran, is that if it's going to cost me five grand to move out of my own pocket, long term, to move with break costs, solicitors' fees, whatever, but I'm able to go buy an investment property at a million dollars, well, even worst case scenario, if that's going up five percent per annum. I'm making fifty grand by doing nothing, less my five grand cost. I've made forty five k in my first year from doing nothing. So it's exactly that term, opportunity cost, is what you're talking about, Lisa. Just going on the back of what Goran's saying, what are some maybe um, things to watch out for when refinancing?
2: It could be, I think, with opportunity costs as well as being the education piece around. You know people are so fixated on the cost or or you know like what goran has said around break costs um but also that long term you need to make sure that you've got your future long-term structure set up correctly you don't want to refinance and then be caught out in another year or two
1: i've heard of stories of people refinancing every two or three years. And every time they refinance it, let's say they might be paying $3,000 a month in repayments, right? Mm -hmm. They refinance to bank B, and then they're only paying 2,700 per month in repayments. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, this is fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's costing me less. But every time they're refinancing, it's going back to a 30-year term. So essentially, (laughs) they're never paying their mortgage off. But the educational piece from the bank is not Mm -hmm. there, and they don't understand it.
0: for me, is a big detriment. That's annoying and frustrating from an advisor point of view because people out there got to be careful. Yeah, that's fine. If, if you want to reduce the repayments down to, um, you know, and stretch it out to a 30-year long term, if you've got good reasonings for that, yeah. that's fine. Um, but, yeah, just be careful not to sort of if – if you've got 10 years remaining on your mortgage and you refinance into a 30-years, obviously that's just going to take another 30 years to pay that off.
1: Absolutely. So refinance – always has a place and always should be utilised when it's putting a client or an individual or a consumer in a better position, but you need to know why you're doing it um, and how you're doing it and the costs that do come with that.
0: Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast today. For more info on this podcast and a heap more, check us out on Beyond the Field on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. And hit the subscribe button.
2: Take the reins of your future and feel empowered with Beyond the Field.